Guys, welcome back to episode 84 of the Double Bogey Show. We have a doozy on our hands for you. Today, we talked about Matt and his first week at league, and can Matt break 55 through nine holes by the end of the summer? We also dove into the things that just don't make a round of golf fun. There's a couple of really good ones in there. I think we, ta- we touched on most of them. Um, that's a majority of today's episode. It's going to be a good one, so make sure you tune in, and thanks for listening. They pipe that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. Hey guys. Oh, really? Welcome. That is the most timid. Welcome to the podcast. Really, the high pitched voice again. That's what Matt does. That's how people, Matt's getting flamed in comments. I've been getting, yeah, for it's being, bad lately. For being too tame. Uh, explain the t- uh, like, and then also that he's been called Valley Girl a couple yeah. times. We called Valley Girl. Why do people think timid. that? Timid. Have know. your balls just not dropped yet? <laughs> I hit puberty late. I might still not be all the way there. What was the? I'm waiting to hit it too. What dude. caused yeah, the worry. lateness? I don't know. I just wanted to make sure everyone else got through it safely before I went through it. I mean, my voice will crack every once in a while. I think that's just that's just like. But you also natural. You have a lot of range in your voice. You'll go up and down with it a good amount. Really. Well, just the way you talk, like the jokes you make, you, you're going really high sometimes, you're going really low sometimes. Yeah, but if I go high, I get called out. I think it's because it's unnatural, though. Why? I don't know. I, I, I You're just more even keeled. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. we've heard it enough from you to know that it's just a natural thing from you. Okay. So it's just a little, it kind of throws us for I'm going to talk like that the whole podcast today. Oh, God. Give us that sing song you Yeah. Voice. I'm the valley girl today, Matt. There we go. Uh, we got a couple house cleaning items, uh, keeping, uh, to take care of right away. Matt got his first lesson last Friday. I did. Ooh. Also guys, welcome back. Double bogey uh, show episode 84, 84, Randy Moss, Randy Moss. Jinx. Uh, straight cash, homie, Antonio Brown, eh. Randy's cooler, uh, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. Yep. Yep. There's uh, someone I'm missing that I yeah, can't think of. Popular 84, Chris Carter. Chris no, Carter's number 80. 80. Okay. That's why I wore number 80 back 84. in the day. Um, yeah. That's it. The Randy Moss is the only one that matters. Actually, Definitely well, the most famous. Yeah. We should have, starting in like mid-70s, we should have went out for each podcast, went out and played around a golf to see if we could shoot what number the podcast was. Well, like, I mean, we're it, in that range right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Give me about six more podcasts and then we'll try it. Because <laughs> that way I have a ni- 90 is a good buffer Podcast 95 maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. Speaking of 95, we had our first night of league. Okay, I was going to get into Matt's lessons first, but do we want to go with league to start uh, it off? I think we should to talk about Matt's league score. Oh, and that's then, a, that is a great feed into the lessons. Yes. Yeah, I so, agree. first night of league. It was uh, electric, Tyler. Beautiful night. Tyler, how much fun did I have? Uh, I think you had so much fun. And also, like, has my demeanor changed? Yes. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't like. You know, you weren't like Jesus. Cool, I was cool down, buddy. It, it did at one point. You were being too nice, and I felt like he's trying to be nice right now. Uh, uh explain <laughs> the part to me. There was a couple times where I beat you on holes, and you came up and gave me fist bumps, and the, you were pumped, and I was like, "This is an ass." You know what it was? Well, like? no. To be honest, I didn't even know that you had beat me on the hole. I was, I was literally only, I was only focused on my score because the league league rules for that night was. Top gross and top net score. Yep, which so, y- you and myself took home. Yep, exactly. It reminded me a lot of uh, when someone comes back from anger management class and they're trying too hard to be nice. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, all right, this guy could blow it any second. I better give him a fist bump. See, but here, Tyler, here's the thing. Hear me out now. 
you and I don't golf together much mm -hmm. for fun. Right. And it was fun. Correct. Yeah, so that I think that's why you haven't seen that side of me. Yet. Yeah, I was a little like, right away, I was like, okay, Ryan is in just a good mood. And then I think you had like one bad hole. And then the next hole, I, I had a really good hole and you came up to me. and I was like, I can't tell. I can't tell if he's kidding or not. Interesting. But thank you for the fist bump, Ryan. Well, I, I wouldn't be kidding about that. I know. It's not, uh, it's not, I'm not, you guys need to understand. I'm not putting an act on right now. I'm genuinely like, it was great to be out there. It was a great day. Uh, hole number one, Tyler, 320. Yeah, Nice uh, 10 yard draw right up into the, right up basically into the green. Yeah, right at the out. heels of the guys in front of us. Let them know that we're here. Fuck, we mean business today. Also, <laughs> great feeling when we met up with those guys on like the next five holes, whatever, at the tee box. They're like, yeah, who hit that bomb on number 10? I told him it was Matt. <laughs> Really? I did. The yeah, one thing that one. I can do right on Thursday night and you you do that. I told him it was mad. I didn't know. Man, the driver felt really good though. Yeah, I think everyone was on. Yeah. For the most part. I think so. Everyone was on for the most part except you, Matt. Matt, you had two good holes. I I mean, I was happy with how I played overall. Yep. I had a lot of trees. The uh, trees were a problem. So I that's the thing, Matt. I don't think you can go away being happy about that round. Why you not? can you can have a good time because I know you want to get better. Yeah, I know you want to get better. So if you're happy and content with with how you played Thursday, I don't think that's the right mindset. I disagree. What good does it do to dwell on negativity? But what good I'm does more it do? With Matt here. What good does it do to not like not look at that round and be like, God, I can, I can, I know I can do better. You need to notice. I can, but why would I be upset about it? Well, I don't let it upset not, you. Uh, yeah, but know there's room for improvement. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's basically the mindset I have. I probably just don't display it as much. Okay, maybe I misread you. Yeah. yeah. So with the rules of that, that was top gross score, top net score, we had to have handicaps. None of us have official handicaps. So they asked us to just write down what a good 18-hole score is for each of us, right? Yep, it's a good call. So I wrote down 95. Matt, we wrote down 110 for you. Yeah. Um, And you were like an 88 or something, whatever. Um. Ryan wins gross score with a 42. 42, yep. Uh, Jade and I tied with 44, but since I have a worse handicap, I win net score. Yep. Matt, 75. Let's go. Which, if we were 18 holes, is a 150. So with your handicap, that actually makes that score worse, I think. I don't know. I don't understand handicaps. Me still. either, but I know that your handicap will be adjusted. It will going be. Going <laughs> into the next week. Uh, I think you did the right move, though, sandbagging first round. We get it. We know what you were up to. Oh, yeah. And you're sandbagging your handicap, Matt. We all know. I mean, there's um, zero benefit to playing your best round the first round yeah. of, the week, mm. of the year. Completely agree. Yeah, and so you, you know it's myself. Yeah, you know it's not going to. It's just... But I feel like overall, we all, we all played pretty well for the first round of the year. I think so, too. I think, uh, to Matt's point, I think I played too well. I think I mm. fucked myself because that was the best round I've played in a long time. You did play really, really nice. You played a really nice round. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was a lot more normal golf, less recovery shots. Yeah. Um, you lost your first shot of the day, though. Second no, shot. Second shot second of the day. Second shot of the day. First shot off the tee was not bad. Second shot, um, I hit a fade now. <laughs> Faded weird. into the water. Yeah, weird how that works. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but I played again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that round later, but I played like horse shit because okay. I had another lesson Friday and Lucas taught me a bunch of new stuff. The new stuff fucked me. Mm. I was sitting in a good spot, just took his couple, two, three things of advice and they were working great. Then he added a couple, two, three more and I'm a mess. Really? I'm a mess. I'm thinking about way too much so, shit. 
Tyler, yep. welcome to my world. Yep. <laughs> there was also an unnatural amount of water on the course that Thursday because it's spring and there was literally like yeah, there we had a artificial lakes. That yeah. Been oh yeah. Created. I mean, there was only one. We played an yeah. island green at one point because the river's so high. Yeah. Usually, all that water in front of you is just grass. Yeah. But no, and no one went in the water. Yeah, which yeah. is impressive. I did it on that one, didn't I? Can you? Uh, no. Oh no, never mind. No, no, no. I actually didn't. Yep. Do you remember that one hole, Matt, where you? I think you hit it back. You hit a tree and then you hit like, <laughs> you straight down. You were it no, was, no, that was, This is a different hole. This one was on yep. like number fifteen. I or think something. it was on that floating island one because there was one I got. Like, no, yeah. no, it was moved. on two holes after that. Oh, was it? It was coming back towards the island green. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Explain, explain that to me real quick. There was a ton of trees in the way. I had no clear <laughs> shot, so I just figured I'd muscle it through. <laughs> kind of figured that you muscle it through the tree. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, there, I, I don't know if anyone's ever been able to muscle it through no. a tree branch or a tree trunk or anything. You could have gotten lucky leaves, dude. and yeah. got through the tree. That's what I was kind of praying on. Yeah. I kind of figured I was due for some good luck. <laughs> you're also I just, wasn't. You're also just rushing yourself a lot because you were. I think you were kind of down by another group that was on another green and you just wanted to like, get out of there. Yeah. I think you were rushing true. yourself a little bit too much. Probably. But we all had a good time. It was a I great mean, time. I wanted to play 18. Yeah. yeah, we tried to play another nine, and they wouldn't let us. Oh, really? It was, it was full. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went and got beers right away. We went and got eight beers, and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we got a four-pack and an eight-pack special. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll do two different types of four-packs, right? And I'm thinking the special is like, okay, maybe like $3 beers, so $2.50 beers, whatever. I get the tab. It's five bucks a beer after the four-pack special. Well, yeah, it's because it's they're seven bucks if you buy singles. Oh, no shit. Yep. Seven dollars for a mm-hmm. beer on the course? Well, they know you're going to men's night and you're going to pay whatever price to get those beers. What is, I mean, what is that coming to? I don't know, man. It's sad. We got to get prices tip, back down. After tip, it's eight bucks at least. Mm-hmm. And if you only have a 10, fuck, you're, you're like, you got to get back up on the tee box. You don't want to take too much of the Bevcart gal's time. So you're like, just keep the 10. Yeah. And the Bevcart's card reader wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And none of us carry cash anymore. I had cash. I dropped about 80 bucks on beers that day. So yeah. don't think I forgot about that, you two. Hey, oh, I, I got as many rounds as I could with the cash available <laughs> to me. I know. I didn't pay for any of them. Yeah. Well, but this I got you guys this week. <sighs> I'm gone this week. Missing league. Second yeah, it looks week. like there's gonna be rain too. Is there? Yeah, maybe warning. it'll. Yeah. Fingers crossed, it'll get canceled, so I don't miss anything. I think it will. Mm. It says T storm warning right now. Mm. Scattered T storm means thunderstorm. Scattered oh, T storm. I like yeah, that. Scattered T storms. You and Ryan hanging out too much, abbreviating everything. I know an absolute storm of testosterone coming <laughs> <Yep>. through. <laughs> the boys will be out so bricked. Uh, uh, but yeah, so that leads great. Matt shoots a seventy-five. Collapses through, of course. Uh, through nine. Through nine yeah. holes. Do you guys actually consider that collapsing? I, yes. I honestly walked away very happy Absolutely. with it. No, you're now your scores are going to improve immensely. Probably. Because you got a lesson on Friday. I did. Walk us through your lesson. Yeah, so uh, me and my girlfriend did a lesson together. We were both kind of like similar skill levels or whatever. So I, I don't, sorry to interrupt. I no, don't go for I it. I don't know if many people do that. Typically couples, couples will go yeah. out for couples massages mm-hmm. or like couples pedicures or shit like that. Yeah. Couples experiences should be relaxing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't, I mean, I dig it. Yeah. Was it a good time? It was because we're both like same skill levels. And I think I preferred that because I think I preferred Lucas would work with me for a little bit, then go over, work with her. And I and I would just get to like kind of practice what he was telling me by myself without him looking. And I That's think I nice. prefer I think I preferred that, honestly. So your girlfriend's the same skill level as you? Yeah. We can't let that happen. Why is that? 
because I, f- I just feel like you can't let your wife beat you in golf. She also doesn't have a golf podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> she probably like that probably does mean I should probably step it up a little yep. bit. Yes, correct. But, um, so keep walking us through it. Yeah. You get, you get there. Are you both hitting at the same bay? You're both hitting or you're both hitting at different garage doors. We're just like right next to each other at that same like one garage door area or whatever. And, he, and Lucas had you pull out the seven iron right away, correct? No, we were started with drivers. We only did drivers. Oh, we, oh, didn't really? do drivers. we didn't do irons at all. And okay, we'll, we'll get to that part of the story, Ryan. Slow the fuck down, buddy. Um, okay, <laughs> you so let him tell the story. Okay, store brewing over there. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so we just hit drivers. Uh, worked on stance a lot. I realized how much weight I was putting on my toes rather than like my mm-hmm. heels. Okay, that was huge. A lot of my lessons or a lot of my like tips were around just like relaxing. I'm very rigid, mm-hmm. apparently, believe it or not. <laughs> So learn, yeah, learn oh, how yeah. learn how to relax, bend my elbows a little bit, um, grip. Just it was really just like the basics. I've Do never you gotten, look a lot cooler now. I have no idea. I didn't watch myself. Mm. He didn't I film feel, you. I feel cooler now. He didn't. Okay. I think it was very basic lesson. I think it was like beginner lesson. How many times much. did he tell you to keep your head down? Not a ton. Mm. I actually not once. That was a free lesson. Yeah, that's that right. A, yeah, you already got that lesson. Yeah, exactly. On to the next thing. My biggest one was like uh, where how I was standing. Like apparently I stood too low originally. So you, yep. you're very Squatted you look down. uncomfortable. Yeah, so it was more just like standing and like staying in that like same spot. Apparently he called it uh, like staying on a bar stool and like mm. not getting off the bar stool like throughout the swing or whatever. Interesting, but they very should, productive. They should do. He should do that. They should dig a dig a hole in the ground, put a bar stool down in there, and then you have to swing off a bar stool. Mm. That's kind of sad. I like how he, he's done the barstool thing to me too. I wonder if that's something he tells everyone or he just knows who we are and what our brand is. So yeah. he thinks that we can relate to the barstool. Yeah. Be, oh, I know exactly where a barstool is in terms of sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. the time. Spend yeah. a lot of time there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so by the end of it, you only hit driver. By the end of it, how were, I mean, how was the driver? Like, was, were you hitting like 200, 250, <laughs> 150? Like, it was phenomenal. How did you do a driver lesson without a driver, Matt? I got, I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Matt Dude, goes to one lesson, leaves with a brand new driver. It wasn't brand new. Used? It, it was one of the ones that they have like in the bays or whatever. Okay. And they have Which like, are dense in them. But they're only, he said like a year old. How how much did you pay for the driver, if you don't mind me asking? 50. <laughs> that ain't bad. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Exactly. Okay. 100%. 50 bucks? Hell yeah. Yeah, I was stoked. I mean, there's so much pop left in that driver too, and and, and this isn't anything against you, but you don't it's need a you don't need a fa- <laughs> go for it though. You don't need a super fancy driver. No. You don't you don't need extra stiff shaft. You don't need uh, anything like that. No, hundred percent. Until you can start hitting the driver, then you might have to look at you know dialing in that type of thing. The driver you have is a perfect new travel hood or brotherhood of the traveling driver. Yeah, I this think is so. a great one for you once you dial in your game to upgrade to a big fancy driver and then this one gets passed down to your next buddy that's trying to learn golf. Well, you can pass it down to me and then I'll uh, hopefully just break it right down the middle. Yeah. So that'd be great because I mean, you did that to my last year. Technically, that's my driver that you own right now. It is. It's like the Elder Wand in Harry Potter. <sighs> so we'll have to look at it like a rental fee. Yeah, um, something like that. It'll, I'll just pay you rent. You're my driver landlord. Didn't so, he buy the driver he broke from you? No. no neither of you no, have, I gave neither it. Of you have I bought I traded you a club. I gave it back. I didn't no, know you it was did yours, it. though, Ryan. Tyler just gave that one to me. Yeah, because it was mine. I traded Ryan straight up. For the hybrid? Yeah. I don't know where... I, I, you have it, I'm pretty no, sure. No, I don't. I don't. You have it. Oh, uh, maybe I sold it. You might have. Maybe I gave it to you. The hybrid? The hybrid, yeah. Yep. The, Taylor yeah, made? Yeah. 
Matt's gonna break that too. Yeah. yeah. No we, way. We got to figure this out. We got someone's <laughs> got to get paid here. I did pay you. <laughs> um, okay. So did you start out the lesson with the new driver? Did you buy it right away? No, we use. I use my current driver. But by the you end, you don't he, have a driver. You have a little dinky three wheel from nineteen ninety five. I had a driver too. I have a little. I just never use it because mm. it's terrible. Okay. But I you started off with that, and then about halfway through, he's like, you know what? Let's try a club from this century to see if that works <laughs> out. And lo and behold, that made a big difference too. So you're getting some good loft on the drives. Like, I, I tell me about your swing. You keep beating around the bush here. Tell me how the fucking ball was flying in the air. Phenomenally. Okay, but like, give me give me launch angle. Like, I know he I don't had know the tra- I know he had the track man out. What about Albert Einstein? What like club speed, spin rate? Like, give me all that. We didn't do any of the, we didn't do any of the numbers or anything okay, like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. But it was going straight. It was going in the air. I think I could have won. <laughs> Isn't that what every club is supposed to do, Matt? Yes, but it's new for me. Okay, good. That's, good, that's good, a good. very new thing for me. I okay. think if we were to redo the golf Olympics, I would have won long drive with the way I was uh. going at the end. I, I'm dead serious when I say that. Okay. Lucas also said I was the best listener out of all of us in the office. No big deal. Okay. What do you? What does he mean by that? I don't know. You have to ask him, and he'll probably tell you. But you, you probably won't listens. listen. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> I, we got to find someone new for league. Uh, uh, no, that's great. That that's. Are you sure it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like you think? No, that. it's great. It's great. I mean, you saw my drive on number ten to start league. I did three twenty. I'm saying I'm I can now give you a run for your money. No, no, That's what? All I'm no, saying. I'm talking about being the best listener. I took, oh, what, okay. I took what he told me. I applied it, and it worked. Okay. I mean, that's how it should work, right? Uh, Tyler's in over there laughing. Um, well, I'm happy that you got the lesson. How did the girlfriend do? She did good. We both had like a lot of improvement. And then we ended up staying and just hitting at a bay for an extra hour. We were both left very invigorated and excited because nice. you can't just stop hitting balls. Yeah. Especially when you get it figured out a little bit, you just can't stop. Yeah, it's just like seeing an improvement in anything. How mm-hmm. many balls do you think you hit that day? Um, 200. Okay. Nothing crazy. You're almost halfway there to the record? Yeah. 425? So we're almost there. 425 record? We need to block out. We only had Friday night. We should have blocked off the entire weekend. Also, may I add? Go ahead. I, just, I don't know if <laughs> the, the record of 425 is something to be super proud of. No, I think it is. I think it means you have no responsibilities in life currently. It means you're too obsessed. Excuse me? I mean, no you don't. responsibilities. You have a dog. I. No responsibility. <laughs> For you to say I have no responsibility, that's. No. I mean, obviously, if you're just hitting a ball 425 times a weekend, you don't have much room for Not much a else. weekend. It was one day. That's what, okay. That's what I'm saying, though. Also, I took that day off of work. Was it a Saturday? No, it was a Friday. Oh, was it? <laughs> What? <laughs> that helps Matt's argument for no responsibility. Yeah, like, I just took work, work off. I needed a I needed a day to myself. Must be nice to be able to take a day off of work. Yeah, I haven't done that in a. Says long the guy time. who has taken every single Thursday, Friday off for the last year and a half. That's not true. I've also literally I've, even, I've worked here for nine months. Literally the three day work week for Matt. One day he gets off early because we go golf, and the other day he just doesn't feel like coming in. I don't think I've ever done one just because I don't feel like coming in. At least I just want to tell that you That was guys. my first time doing it, and I'll tell you what, it felt good. It felt See, really good. I, I think you should enjoy it. I, I don't think you should work as hard as you do. I personally don't have that choice. I have no, no choice but to work hard. I mean, I was working hard on my golf game that day. Yeah, it's a different type of strategy. It's a different type of like uh, process you're working on. Correct. Yeah. I have a responsibility to myself to work on my golf game. And if that involves hitting 425 balls in one day, I will do that. Okay, so that is your one responsibility in life then. Tyler, <laughs> anything you want to add? I'm with Matt. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Because I have, you think I have no responsibilities? Um, that Friday you didn't have shit going on. Well, I had a responsibility to be at that lesson at nine a.m. That was it. That's that's a hundred balls. And I had the responsibility of planning my wife's birthday party for mm. that night at Sweet Shots, in which I did fly her best friend, help fly her best friend from Montana to Fargo to surprise her. Okay. Plus, I organized twelve other people to be there. And you sneakily made it all golf. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> whose idea was Sweet Shots? Was it hers, hers. or yours? Was yeah. it? Okay. It's so much better than just going to a, going to a restaurant and everyone's sitting around a table and like trying to yell over to the other side to try and talk to someone, yep. you know? So um, might I add too, it was a very disappointing Friday morning when I woke up last Friday morning because I get a text. The text happens to be a picture. The picture happens to be Lucas from Sweet Shots with the former light heavyweight champ, John Bones Jones. Yeah. Arguably the best fighter of all time. I would say top three, arguably the best. Yeah, he's he's in the conversation. It's a LeBron Michael situation here with John Jones. Yeah. He was in town for some amateur fights, which did any of you go, by the way? No. No. God damn it. Maurice Green was fighting. He's a former mm-hmm. UFC guy. Um, <laughs> John Jones was at Sweet Shots, and I wasn't there. You're too favorite worlds colliding i know it was unbelievable but i also thought about it in a sense of like i don't think i i would definitely i would have went and got a picture with him and that's it mm-hmm. i wouldn't have like tried to talk to him about his uh mental strategy going into the steep a fight here which is good July. that's good you shouldn't do that <laughs> no i definitely yep. not because i know like some people try and do that with miles and mm-hmm. and he like he likes to make his rounds and talk try and talk to everybody yep. but sometimes he gets stuck and i don't want to make anyone st- get stuck mm-hmm. so I that's, was that's a good note for anybody. If you meet someone famous, just take your picture, say hi, and then that's it. Move on. Unless they want to spark a conversation, then feel free. Let them spark it. You don't yeah. initiate that. Or if you have a really good crypto you want to pitch them on, then <laughs> please do pitch or them. Or an NFT. We're a different story. Like if someone comes up and says, hey, what's up, guys? Like yeah, I really we're enjoy not- content. I'm going to fucking sit there and talk to you for probably 10 minutes. We're also not John Jones famous. No, exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, that that's sweet. I mean, it, it was a busy weekend at Sweet Shots. Yeah, and I had on. the I had the the luxury of getting Lucas morning after John Jones visit for a lesson. Oh God. Yeah, Lucas. I'm gonna expose you. He was so hungover. Really? Oh yeah. Did he give oh, you a good rate on the lesson? I uh, that was my uh, lesson you paid for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for that. How'd it go? Uh, I went fine. Yeah, he taught me some more. Like I said, though, it tore the swing down overload. so we can build it back up. It wasn't overload. It was just the I am at now where he expected to, me to be after the first lesson. Like, you know how like they tell you a bunch of shit, your swing is supposed to be all fucked up and you're bad? Yep. That didn't happen the first lesson like it was supposed to. Yep. It happened this one. Okay. Well, so the swing was, I was topping the shit out of everything and it was ugly for a good 35 minutes of the lesson. Yeah. And then we ended on good shots once it all started clicking. Yep. But, uh, good. Yeah. Um, it's a well, process. It's a journey. It is. It is. Yeah, you're telling me. A <laughs> uh, couple takeaways from this segment. Lessons never hurt. In the long run. 425 balls is a huge responsibility. Yes, it's something. <laughs> and if John Jones is at Sweet Shots, fucking get your ass there to get a picture. <laughs> okay. He'll be coming back. He thought he was in South Dakota the whole time. I know. I'm <laughs> Probably, so, yeah. I'm so yeah. No, he did. Luke, really? He asked Lucas to put a story up for him because he didn't want to do it. So Luke, Lucas took the picture, tagged Sweet Shots, tagged himself. And then he's like, yeah, just throw on there. Had a great time in South Dakota. Thanks for the hospitality. And Luke is like, yeah, I'll probably put North Dakota. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, just throw like a Mount Rushmore image in there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
maybe a sticker of the what's was it the Badlands in South Dakota? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. Um, what do you want to talk about next segment, Tyler? Well, my round on Saturday was interesting. And I want to talk about the things that make golf not fun. Okay. Because there's few of them for us because we like golf so much. There's not a lot of things that can ruin it, but there are a handful. And okay. we're going to talk about those things. All right. Be right back. All right, Tyler. So we obviously love the golf course, as mm-hmm. do a lot of you who are listening. Um, but there are a couple of things out there that just make, I don't know, make it less fun. Yeah, there's things that actually I had an experience for the first time in a long time that just made golf not fun. And would you elaborate a little bit on that? I will. So Saturday, um, pump for my round of golf, right? I'm going with my dad and my son. So How old take your son? Two years old. Ooh, okay. Two and a half. Three, uh, ge- three generations of golfers. Three Ca- generations of Zigglers out there on the, the course. Cart? No. Yep. Just hung out on the lap. Um, but we show up to the course, right? And it is gale force winds. Did you check the weather beforehand? Yes. Okay. And, and I saw that cool it was going to be windy. I was like, oh, no big deal. It's super nice. It's really warm. Um, sun's out. Just lots and lots of wind. Yep. And like, we can handle that. We're from the Midwest. We deal with winds. We're in Fargo. It's just par for the course, right? No pun intended. We show up. Go out there, first hole. I hit my new fade. Driver off the fade, hit it. A, driver off the deck. Just to the driver walk. off the deck. It was a three wood, but okay. Um, we'll I wanted it, to we'll call it a driver for context. I wanted to keep it low because it was super windy, right? Yeah, low for dough. Still skied it, right? Yep. Headed to the right side of the fairway. Wind picks up, and I'm not kidding. This is not an exaggeration. Sixty yards, the wind took it. Across the fairway. Back to the other it side of the It barely went forward, hits a Quonset building, bounces into the parking lot. And I'm like, this is going to be a long fucking round. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't bring my son and my dad, it would have been miserable. You couldn't play golf. Yeah. There was no playing for this wind. You could, seriously, I could line up right now for audio visual purposes. Matt is directly to my left. I could turn, aim at Matt, and it would still blow at you. The ball would hit you. It was unfucking believable. You couldn't tee the ball up because the wind would blow the ball off the tee. You had to play the wind while putting. It was insane. That was one thing I was going to add was when you have to start playing the wind on your putts, it's, you know, it's just you should probably just leave. Yeah. You should just go into the bar, maybe. Go well, into the bar, have a couple, couple 15, 16, maybe. Yep. That day. I don't know. I mean, I if I didn't have the kid with, I'd have been shit canned. It's been the only way to yeah, recover the round. Yeah, you almost got to get shit faced at that point. Um, did you put the scorecard away for that round? Uh, I still did it on the app, yeah. but yeah, I didn't. We didn't even grab a scorecard. I was so, gonna say, yeah. I will teach you how to hit knockdown shots if you want. I know how. <laughs> that was the only way. That was the only way going, you could play. I'd have been playing irons a lot. Honestly, I would have played mm-hmm. like I played. Uh, about the slatter half of last year of just punch shots. And that's what we right did. down the middle. And I mean like hundred and like a hundred and fifty yard four iron, if that's what you have to break out. Yeah. The only time I brought the driver out was when wind was at the back. Yep. You kind of okay. tee it up a call. little bit at a back angle so that the wind would keep the ball on the tee. Okay, let me let me just give you some insight on this particular shot that Tyler's talking about. Now, the, the golf is a huge mental game, right? And mm-hmm. part of the mental game is when you walk up to a tee box and the wind is blowing from behind you, it doesn't mean you have to swing the club harder. No. It just means that you can swing how you normally would and you'll probably get 30 extra yards yep. on, on, on your shot. Now, old me, 
it's fun talking to my old self here um because i'm a completely i'm a re, reborn golfer 2022 new ryan i know i'm reborn um i would go up to a tee box with the wind howling at my back and i would swing as hard as i could when it's like well why don't you do that if there's no wind well it's, it's you know because i i don't want to screw anything up you don't need to swing as hard okay let me just put that out there go on oh that was it so well, tell, us about only- the, tell us about the marshal Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First hole, so absolute fucking conundrum at the beginning. Show up, I'm like, hey, I got a tee time for 250. Didn't see me on the list. And I'm like, oh, shit. One of the dudes, like, hey, listens to the podcast. Good guy, really nice guy. Uh, Couldn't find us on the list. Oh, no. So I pull up the confirmation email. I no-showed him the day before. I got the days wrong. But they're like, hey, we can get you out right now if you go now. Yeah. Like, you can go this very moment. So we run out there. We get our... Scramble, get hit that shitty shot on, off the Kwanzaa building. Finally, I dribbled one on the ground so it stayed in the fairway, right? Yep. Uh, we're going up to hit, and Marshall comes out. He's like, Hey, how old's that kid? And I was like, Uh, two and a half, three. <laughs> He's like, Well, you got to be five to be out here golfing. Wait, does that say it? Does it say that anywhere? I'm the- sure it does, but it didn't say it anywhere I looked. Right, right, exactly. And you're not going to know any better, especially if, you know, if it's not plastered. Right at yep. the T box. No kid or any kid under over five needs supervision or whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. But good, good guy. He was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kick you off the course. Just wanted to let you know. So, like, don't bring him back until he's a little bit older. Well, and they do you happen to know why that is? It's just because he, yeah, really he like- explained it. He's like, If a two year old gets hurt, it's a pretty big deal. Gotcha. What about a five year old? It, it's also, if anyone gets hurt, it's a big deal. But I think about how much harder it is to control a two year old than it is a five year old. Five-year-old understands. I, what's, I don't know. Okay. I, they're two-year-olds are absolute fucking psychopaths. Okay. Terrible twos. Yeah. They just, they run around. They're distracted by everything. A five-year-old has a little more um, wits about them. Yep. They understand that this is a game. We're playing this game. This is how we're supposed to do it, right? Two-year-old's like, give me the club. Give me the ball. I'm going to run around. Yep. So that was that's the only reason I took him is because dad was there too. So he was able to help out and yada, yada. Yep. Um, but good, good guy. Let us play. Just so you guys know, check the age on the course first. Or go to a course where there is no age. Because I've brought them golfing before last summer. Okay. And that was with like five people and they didn't give a shit. But different course, different rules. Check them out first so you don't get kicked off halfway. Especially if you are a two-year-old yourself listening to this podcast. Yes. Be sure you can check the age <laughs> before <laughs> you go check the yeah. course. Yep. It's like uh, the line at the water slide. You got like you got to be so tall in order to get on the water slide. Yep. Like little, little, if there's any little kids out there, check that age, age book. Yeah, because originally I wanted to spin that round of golf into an episode where we talk about like here are the do's and don'ts of bringing your young child golfing. Well, you can, but I don't know them. Turns out because this don't. was <laughs> this was such a weird round, so it wasn't like uh, yeah, yeah, bring a toy with them in the in the cart because you guys will just be out for a quick second. No, we were looking for balls. We were all over the place. Yeah. Like the wind was like he got smoked in the face by the fucking pin because the pin was bent at like a 45 degree angle from the wind so the wind stopped and then picked back up fucking flag hits him right in the head did he cry Uh, i used to a couple whimpers yeah a couple whimpers and then he wanted to putt really bad so we let him putt and that was it was he good uh better than me did he put any divots in the green no he didn't that's good it was very good yep because i I mean you could take that he he could think like oh this club i'm gonna slam it on the ground yep Yeah, we didn't let him hold a club by himself on the green. We did on the tee boxes, though, while waiting for people in front of us. Okay. That was another thing, too, with how shitty the wind was. 
There were so many people out there. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's like last week was like the first official week that every course was open, I think. Yeah. So naturally, it's going to be like that. And, and honestly, like I had I been in town, I probably would have been out that day. But I'm a little I'm a little more cautious of the weather. Like I it's hard to enjoy. Like you said, it's hard to enjoy around right. when it's 45 mile an hour winds. Well, like I've played in torrential downpour. Matt yep. was there for that. Yep. Still had a ton of fun. I've played in the cold. Still had a ton of fun. I've played in blistering heat when we were at Ozarks last year. Yep. Still a ton of fun. This wind was not fun. Yeah. It wind. impacted the game to a point where it was just frustration at this point. Like yeah. Some of the I hit some really, really good shots that got picked up by the wind. And like there was one par three where it was 130 yards across water. And I had took out a six iron for a 130 yard shot. I hit it and you just saw it climb the wind because it was straight into the wind. Yep. And it blew back and landed 30 yards in front of me on the ladies' box. So I hit a six iron. Pants 30 down. yards. Pants down. No, I was in front of the marker. So 30 I didn't yards. Yeah. It was unfucking believable. So you could have went, went driver on that hole? Honestly. If you hit driver with any sort of height, you wouldn't you wouldn't have had to worry about hitting anyone. Well, okay. Can I make make a suggestion for you? I think course selection on your part was mediocre. Yeah, it was right next to my house, and I'm bringing a two-year-old. It's very true. Um, yeah, in that situation, I, I've never actually walked up to a course and been like, all right, today I got to play the wind. I just yeah. still play the same game I normally do and don't take the wind into consideration. Like You just kind of forget about it. It's yeah. still there, but you forget about it. Um, I would like to golf on a windy day and just try and like specifically play the wind. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, we had to. That was the only way we could continue to play with yeah. and not lose every single ball we had in our bag was to just punch. Yeah, and over that, and over and over. That's the type of round two where you just you can't you can't take that with a grain of salt. Yep. Yep. I'm sure you hit a couple good shots. Yep. That would have been good shots. Yeah. Round. The one the one big long par four. We did a video. I don't know if people listening remember the speed hole challenge where we walk, we speed walk the whole hole. Yep. It was that one. Wind was at my back and I hit the best drive I've ever hit there. Yep. Um, just because the wind was actually playing to my favor for the first time in the round. And did you swing super hard? No, I, I never swing super hard. You know that. Well, regardless of the situation. You still get a hold of one, though. Yeah. I would say one thing that I don't really enjoy is when um, you're up to the course, the vibes are good. They're automatically good mm -hmm. rolling into the parking lot. And if someone in the pro shop or the marshal are in a bad mood, I immediately like go on the defensive of like, you're not going to ruin my bad mood today. <laughs> and I might like bad mouth you a little bit because you're being an asshole right now. Yeah, and I I've feel never like, had anyone be an asshole to me. Well, I have. And they've more so, it's more so been in the, mar the marshals. Like the marshals, I feel like, mm. think they have more power than they actually do. And if you're a golf marshal, if you're like a T, what do they call them? T box marshals or just like a course marshal? Course marshal. I think course yeah. marshal. Um, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like degrade anyone, but there are some asshole course marshals out there. And a lot of the times they're just they're older. Um, they just they don't mm. bring good vibes there. It, it, it gives me a little of the country club feel yep. of like, you know, that's not what 80 percent of us are out there to do. No, like let's ch I, I love chatting it up with different people on the course. Like I'd love to chat it up. But when some people are just like, you know, kind of being an asshole, I'm just like, OK, well, I'm going to yeah. move on from this. Well, and that, I might even hit a little bit early, even though you told me not to. Well, and that's one thing. I, my, I only wrote down two for this segment because it was actually really hard for me to think of things that can ruin a round. Yeah. Um, I just wrote assholes, period. Yeah. So like groups hitting into you on purpose. That, on purpose? Yeah. Like that. Remember I told you the one story from Edgewood? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People like that. 
yeah. that are just spazzing and yelling and swearing and just being douchebags. Yep. Uh, that'll ruin around real quick. Cause uh, like that, when that altercation happens, it's not just over when it's done. You sit there and you stew for a little bit. Oh yeah. You That's, get into it with somebody, even if it's just a little bit that dwells, you dwell on that yeah, for you a don't, good you don't two, just three forget about that. Yeah. They should have backyard, like, uh, like golf, like backyard boxing almost. Like if you get pissed <laughs> off at someone at the course, like you can go put your name on a list in the clubhouse and you just like just beat the shit just out of each other. Fight it out. Yeah. yeah. Just at the turn, there should be like a little like sign up sheet to like, hey, I like to challenge so and so to a fight at the end of this round. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they do Yeah, maybe not necessarily fighting. Country for, club fight club. I was thinking for pink slips, but you probably wouldn't just fight for pink slips. Fight for their clubs. That's what yeah, you, fight for you their clubs. play for their clubs. I think still gonna you do a one v one match for the club. I'd, I'd, fight I'd lose a lot of clubs if that was yeah. the case. But if it was a fight, I would lose even more. So I think if I won one of those, like if I won someone's club clubs off of them, I'd immediately throw them in the pond. Like if it was someone that genuinely just right in their me face, off. yeah. Like hey, fuck you, you can have these, but you're going swimming, buddy. Yep, exactly. I think I just immediately post them on Facebook Marketplace like, in front of them. <laughs> you could do for that dirt cheap. Yeah, terribly cheap. So they can buy well, them back, but they have to buy them. No, yeah. no, the golf clubs clubs are free. The pictures on Facebook Marketplace is an underwater camera of the clubs <laughs> laying at the bottom. It just says free golf clubs. Uh, Must hole, pick up. Hole six, <laughs> hole six at Edgewood. Uh, first come, first serve. <laughs> Lightly used. Not, yeah. not sure what's in the bag. Yeah, a little bit of water damage. Slight maybe. rust, perhaps. Yep, yep. That would be kind of electric. Yeah. Because there are some people that get kind of, you know, when you get yeah. alcohol involved in anything, then people but get a little bit pissed off. I don't know how you can be so upset on a golf course. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have a story. So um, one thing is the Bev cart not being there. That uh, is kind of a down. Well, that th- that throws me off, too, it, though. It, it, it won't it, it ruin does the round. Suck, it, but won't, it, it won't ruin the round. I thought of that as well, but it wouldn't ruin the round for me yet. Correct. Yeah. yeah but okay. it, it is a bummer when it's not there. If it's like I a agree. Saturday afternoon and it's beautiful out and there's no Bev cart, that, that's not ruined, but it's fucking close for me. Big time devalues the yeah. round. Yeah. And that's when you're like, oh, we should have brought our own beer onto the course. Mm-hmm. But also, that's very frowned upon. Yep. So, like, Maybe it's a ploy by the course to get people not to be dumbasses. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, I would take a few dumbasses to make that money, though. I agree. I agree. Yeah. What are the odds that the dumbasses are directly around you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a long day. I wonder what the thought process is around not having a Bev cart riding around. Staffing shortage. Yeah. Yeah, but you could find pretty much anyone to do it. Like there is a a stark difference between a really good Bevcar girl and someone that doesn't know what they're doing. There is an obvious difference, but selling some beverages compared to none is, I think, an even bigger difference for I the agree. course, right? I agree. Yeah, but you're also getting. I mean, it's a job with a lot of like younger people. Sometimes they're calling off because they're hungover from like going out the mm-hmm. night before. So I'm guessing yeah. there's a lot of like late notice. Gotcha. Hey, we can't show up today. I would. I, I can get on board with that definitely. Um, so I went and golfed 18 on Saturday in Lincoln, Nebraska at the Pioneers course. Good, pretty, pretty nice course. Uh, no water, no sand, which is awesome. Hell yeah. There, you know, there's fescue and all that kind of shit, but, um, really fun course. We, we actually, uh, denied the Bevcart girl the first two times. Whoa. I know. I mean, we started golfing at nine 30, just me and my brother. And, uh, last time she came around, I was like whole 14. So we got a couple each and, um, I asked for a Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. thinking they had the spiked Arnold Palmer. Well, she's like, no, I don't have them in cans, but I can make you one. So she did. Uh-huh. And I thought something was kind of off with this one. <laughs> so I took a couple swigs and I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm like, 
what kind of vodka did you put in this? Because I knew she didn't. And yeah. She's like, oh no, did you want vodka in that? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, like I'll take a, you know, just like the spiked Arnold Palmer or whatever. So she's like, okay, yeah, no problem. Just hand it back and I'll I'll put some Tito's in it. So she grabs her the bottle of Tito's out of the cooler, and the entire neck and like top third of the bottle was broken off. What? So it was literally like someone broke a beer like a bottle glass? except from the bottom part and then just like filled it up with Tito's. It's like a chalice at that point that she has to hold it. Basically, it looks yeah. like a fucking milk jug. And then I saw her pour that thing. Holy shit. I shit you not. There was four shots in that. She's trying to kill you. <laughs> and maybe she just felt bad because she like she didn't understand. Well, also, her, her her pouring control was gone without the neck of the bottle. Exactly. And at the same time, it's like, well, I want to make sure there's no, like, what if hopefully there's no glass in here, mm-hmm. but you can't see the glass because there's ice in it also. So I'm like very. Uh, you, that's when you pull the straw and you just you drink from the edge of the glass and like yeah. you use your lips as a filter to catch anything. Yeah, I was very, very sus about drinking that thing too quick, making sure I didn't get like any remnants of the broken bottle in my mouth. All turned out to be good. Good. It was all good. It was a good drink. I mean, it's four, sh- like fucking four or five shots. So um, that doesn't ruin a round for you at least. No, and it was on 14, but I did I did start going downhill after that. I can imagine bit. your blood alcohol content just doubled. It just skyrocketed. <laughs> and I didn't really have breakfast that morning that morning either. So that that obviously contributed you, you, to it as well. But. You were probably in the zone for about two minutes. Yeah, probably. And then shot right by it. Yep. Yep. Right. That's the thing about the sweet spot is you gotta be able to maintain that for a while. It's really, yep. really tough. Yeah, that's it's part of the science of golf. Yep. Um, I will tell you one thing that I've incorporated in my bag this year that is next level. And that's a that is a koozie. Just a single just singular koozie. Cause <laughs> it's like why not just have one koozie in your bag? Because it it like expands the circumference of your drink mm-hmm. to start with. So it's not rattling around. So it's not rattling around. And it's just nice to know. It, it feels like a piece of home. I know? don't need a koozie because I drink my beers before they get warm. The amount of people. That's exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what Jade told me at no, League no. on Thursday. I shit you not. He told me the exact thing. What a fucking hardo. Jade, if you can hear us, his office is next door. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. There's just something about I bought a I was telling you about an eight dollar waste management uh open yep. koozie at the tournament. That's a good koozie to have in your bag. Oh, hundred percent. Cause then you know it sparks conversation yep. and all that kind of stuff. And uh so yeah, if if you have an extra koozie laying around, just throw it in your bag and don't touch it. Yep. I agree. Uh Matt, do you have anything that'll ruin around for you? Have you guys ever gotten a bad text or a bad email when you're out there? Like yes. from a from a boss or like just <laughs> boss some, specifically. Just, yes. like, just something that'll just completely like throw off the rest of your day. You're all of a sudden you're thinking about, oh now I have to go do this after the round is mm-hmm. over. That it's- literally happened to me on Saturday. Really? Hey, uh, we have to get this thing on the website done immediately. <laughs> Saturday on at like a 1130. So you're on hole like six. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like I'll call someone to see if they can do it. I have no access to it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about that for the next three or four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all you can really think about for a while. Your mood just instantly, like the sunshine inside you instantly dies out. Dude, that's a great one. Yeah, it is. That's that's the worst. Text messages are powerful. They are. The energy off the course, like right out of your body. You can't, you can't read like their body language at the point of them sending the text. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if like 
maybe this person just doesn't use a lot of like punctuation or like, you know, throw an exclamation point in there yeah. or like, uh, Hey, when you get a quick chance, can you do this? Like well, my quick chance is going to be in like two hours. If mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah. No problem, man. Just I'm get gonna, it done. I'm going to start putting my phone on. Do not disturb when I'm on the course. I don't think that's a bad idea. I also oh, just think people need oh. to use punctuation in their text messages. Yeah. yeah. I think we're at that point. We've all been yeah. at the other There's side of it. Also a massive Rolodex of emojis. Yeah. Do we need to start making mo emojis less cheesy and more for actually reading emotions? I think that'd be smart. Maybe people should just throw, because there's a one through 10 in there. Just throw like your level of like urgency yeah. after like a text if you're asking someone something. Yeah, that's a good idea. Then we're going to end up getting Michael Scotted and putting SOS at the front of every single, or urgent in front of every single yeah. text just to get people to respond. Well, the other, other shitty part too is like when you're reading a text in the golf cart, and your buddy's like trying to talk to you, like you're you're zoning him out uh -huh. because you need to, you want to take care of this this issue as fast as possible, and you're not paying attention. It's just like it kind of it definitely kills the vibes. That is that is what there's no hiding it either. No, when you get a bad text, your cart partner knows immediately. Your body language goes to yes. shit yep. within yes. seconds. That's yep. the worst, man. I'm honestly gonna start leaving my phone in my truck. We I well, don't you use it? I don't you use, use it for, it for your app. GPS and stuff? I'll just I'll just buy a rangefinder. I'll yeah. just get a, get a rangefinder of some sort. I put mine in my bag. Your rangefinder? It's not a bad no, idea. No, my, my phone. I don't have a rangefinder. That's a good idea. I've started keeping my phone in my pocket and just like, because I can get distances on my watch now. So I'll just do that. You can also get texts on your watch. But yeah, too. that's a problem with Fuck. the Apple watch. Fucking shit. Dude, yeah, it's that's a really good one, Matt. There's no avoiding it. It's just, yeah. yeah, it just ruins it. It The other person will always notice and you can't like play it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, oh, yeah. Just, one of the, one of the, like the main thing that could ruin around is a text message that you can't read body language from. Mm -hmm. Like you said, from the boss, from the wife, from a family member, family member, from whoever. And it's like, well, maybe this is urgent. I need to answer it. But also like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking busy right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be available for the next three hours. Yeah, at exactly. Least. That's the best thing about golfing with Miles is you know you're not going to get a text from him yes. about work yep. while you're with him golfing. Exactly. Yeah. It. It. Yeah. That's the biggest one for me. Besides that, it's really tough to ruin. Mm -hmm. Like ruin is a very strong word. Right. I think that is probably the closest thing. Especially if you're the, only... any reminder of the outside world. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It, you're literally on in your own world on the golf course. Yeah. It's like college kind of. It's just like a vacuum or like a bubble where yep. the real world rules don't apply. Mm -hmm. Do you get any uh, two for ones this weekend? No, unfortunately. I got to come. My dad things. did, though. Um, I didn't spend as much time looking for balls as I usually do because I had my child with. Yep. Um, but you should have had him looking for balls. That'd be actually a fun activity for. Yeah, but it was also like a war zone out there with the wind. Sure. Balls were flying in left and right. And I'm like, okay, I kind of understand where the marshal was coming from now. Yeah. Um, so I was mostly just protecting my kid. Yep. You were uh, full father mode out there. I was. And my dad was in full grandpa mode. Letting the letting him do whatever. Yeah. Like, and I was like, God full two -year -old damn mode. it, dad. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did uh I did get a couple two for one specials. Uh threw a ball into the fescue, hit a ball into the fescue, and uh came out with two nice ones. One was a red, go. a red Callaway super soft. Oh and the other one was the a mat the matte red. The matte red, yep. And the other God, one was I a love Kirkland. Those balls. So uh lose one to get two. Sometimes yep. it works out in your favor. Little BOGO sale on the course. Yep. I've never heard of that. It referred to that. Uh, did we come up with that last week? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's because it's uh, brand new. Two for ones out of the course today. You lose a ball, gotcha. you come out with two. Yep. It's a great t-shirt idea. It's also a great return on investment. If you buy 12 mm -hmm. balls, odds are you might get 24 or more 
back. Well, yeah, it's basically like a Roth IRA. It's a guaranteed return. Yeah, retire by here yeah. 60 type situation. Well, it's, it's just like yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah, like, it's guaranteed. You put in $1 and you get $2 back automatically. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're buying balls to lose them right now so that in the future we never have to buy balls again. That's why also the balls you find typically, like if you buy shitty balls, like top flights or whatever, like that's the move. Go buy top flights because you're going to come out with like a Callaway or a TaylorMade or a Kirkland or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if the market's way up, you might come out with a Pro V1. Exactly. I mean, and that's a, that's a $4 golf ball right there. Yeah. Only, only average golfers can take a top flight and turn it into a Pro V1. See, that's why I never aim for the fairway personally. <laughs> That's why you got to fill the bag at some point. Yeah. Aim for tall grass, anything like that. 100%. So, golfers need to start considering the buy one, get one sales at the course more often. And that starts with you at the store going to the uh, checkout register. Mm -hmm. Buy a shitty box of balls, buy the the refurbished ones. They Mm -hmm. have bags of refurbished balls for cheap. Do that, hit one off the tee. You're going to go into the woods and you're going to come out with two. Yep. You do have to buy in originally. It does take that initial investment yep. for sure. It's an investment in yourself. Absolutely. Because you're just also not going to hit as many, hopefully, into the woods. Because it's just yeah, extra, I mean, it's extra like, reps. Yeah, by the time you've got all, the, all the balls you need to retire, mm-hmm. you're going to be good enough to not hit them in the woods anymore. Yeah, when it's yeah. the ten thousand hour rule kind of just yeah. ten thousand balls that you hit yeah. into the woods. When it's like if you and and then if you're playing good with these shitty balls, like why spend more on good balls? Mm-hmm. You're either gonna lose them and get more, or you're gonna play good, not lose them, and be like, wow, this cheap ball really is doing it for me. What is the most expensive like brand of balls? Pro V ones. Pro V one, Pro V one X. They're like four bucks a ball. That's kind brand of brand new. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah about thirty six to forty bucks a dozen. Oof. Those would that would be yeah. the worst thing I could spend my money on at this stage of my life. Yeah, I I haven't bought. Well, I did just buy the new Taylor Made Tour Response balls with the the yellow line all the way around them. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool ball, great for putting. Um, other than that, basically, we're I, saying being a shitty golfer pays. Oh yes, yeah. it does. Um, did find a wedge on a green this last week oh, and return it this time. Was going to return to the clubhouse. Saw a guy uh, booking it down the fairway. And I yelled at him real quick, say, hey, I got your Cleveland 58 degree in my bag. I didn't know if he thought I was stealing it or not because it was in my bag, but mm-hmm. I was I was going to return it to the clubhouse. That's good. And then, $50 and it's yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this uh, is. If you don't pay me the 50 bucks, you can fish it out of the bottom of this <laughs> yeah. pond. Uh, and then we saw another club uh, laying just like in the short grass somewhere, went up to it, no head on it. Oh, you left it out there? Well, they probably broke the club. Like the head probably flew off and then they just chucked the shaft. Yeah. I mean, that's bad etiquette. Pick your garbage up, you scumbag. Yeah. yeah. I almost left mine on Thursday. Yeah, Remember you that? did. Yep. First time I would have. Actually, no, it's like I've done that before. I had to go back to a course one time. You would have noticed, though, because you were about to use that club on the next hole. It, well, yeah. You would have teed off with it. Yeah. Yeah. You almost left your driver at a hole. No. no. We went from par four to par three. Yeah. And it was oh, okay. his wedge that oh, he left okay. on the side of the green. Mm-hmm. Sure. Almost did, but thankfully the Good Samaritans helped me out. Yep. I always look for wedges, um, whether I have one out there or not. Yeah. I'll always scan the green, and I always put my wedge on the green in between the you, hole and the cart. Yep. So I have to walk back directly over top of that. That's the move, without a doubt, now that most people are starting to leave the pin in. But when people used to take the pin out, you always just lay your club over the pin. Yep. Yep. So those are the two way to make two ways to make sure you don't lose your club again, Matt. Mm-hmm. Leave it in between the hole and the cart, 
so yeah. that it's in your path when you're walking back to the cart or if you've taken the pin out lay it over the pin i usually take a different path back to the cart i don't know why i just wander just out guess. there sometimes yeah just yeah take a little detour before you take that path put your club down and then go yeah. back yeah do you think we as a society will ever get back to taking the pin out regularly or did covid kind of just change that no it's pga rule Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought PG- it was a COVID thing. No, it's PGA well, it's- rule that um you can leave the you can putt with the pin in now. Yeah. That it was simply you used like- to have to take it out. Okay. It was like two years ago, maybe. Yep. And I always putt with the pin in bank shot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I didn't as much this last week because the pin was literally at a forty five degree angle, like I said. Yeah. Um, so it would block shots often. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but at that point, you're playing like stoner rules from Frolf. You rattle the chains, it counts. You rattle the pin, it counts. Yeah. Um, I have forgot my divot fixer, which also doubles as like uh, keep my grip off the ground. Uh, yeah. So I was this one course out in Lakes Country. And put my club down with the divot fixer so it wouldn't get wet. And I left my divot fixer there. I didn't realize it till like three holes later. I came back and I knew exactly where it was. And there it was. It was like a $20 divot fixer. Such a great feeling. Yeah. But it was also in like the long grass too. So I, I surprised I found it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm surprised you remembered exactly yeah. where it was. Actually, yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck, I, mean, I put it down in this spot. It's got to be in this area somewhere. That's something where I'm almost like, well, that's gone. I'm just not even going to look. Well, it was. It's like uh, it's got my initials on it. It's a really mm. nice one. Um, so yeah, had to at least try. Um, yeah. One perk that I wasn't expecting about bringing your kid to the course: just hand them the second club. They'll keep it from getting wet. Ooh. Built-in caddy. Yep. Ooh. Charlie was my caddy. I would hand him the putter when I was chipping, and vice versa. He didn't have to worry about losing my club if I just gave it to him. If we lose it, then it's his fault. Or you just don't lose the kid. It's kind of the goal. Yeah, well, if it was up to Grandpa, he'd have ran the whole course. So, <laughs> what was uh, like, what was the most like obnoxious thing that he did? He didn't like, <laughs> he didn't like hit the cart or anything with the club, did he? No, but we were we just finished putting. And we were walking back to the cart, and he just st- starts off in a sprint. He didn't have any clubs in his hand. He just takes off. And he fucking belly flopped into a sand trap. No. <laughs> he just straight up full on eagled into the sand trap. On purpose? Tra- yes. Okay. It was pretty funny. Did he rake it when he was done? I did. But it was. Fucking make him rake it. Yeah, you gotta teach he's him too, He can't pick up the rake. It's well, too heavy. Help well, him out then. You if gotta... he can belly flop into the sand, he can yeah. rake the sand. It, you... He came out with a mouthful of sand just covered from, covered head to toe in did sand. He, did he regret his decision? or was Immediately. He it? Immediately <laughs> regret it. No. Did he cry at all in the course? No. Um, no tantrums. He had some like wind tears, you know, like he, you know, snot coming from his nose, like all the little kids do, and yeah. tears and shit because the wind was blowing everything around. But so, did he enjoy it? Yeah, he had a blast. Really? Did he tell you he had a blast? He did. He's like, Dad, that was so much fun. I would like to express my gratitude to you for bringing me with on this journey. Very articulate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but he did tell everybody the next day and then this morning that he went golfing. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Did he? Uh, so, what's the age where? Like, let's say you are six years old or you're 10 years old. When do you have to start paying for a round? I think you have to pay for a round, period. What? But like, like if you're golfing and not just like riding along with dad, you got to pay. As a six-year-old though, how do you, what, like, you can't charge a six-year-old for a, a round of golf. I think it's like eating at a restaurant, like kids under 10 or whatever eat free. Or like on That's an airplane. That's not the case in most places. Or I like, still got to pay for them. Really? Like on an airplane. Like kids under two get it's free for a kid, but under only two, if whatever. they ride on your lap. Correct. But if they want a seat, they got to pay for that seat. So it's I think it's the same. If they want to golf, the He's golf's got to be paid for. 
But do you even need to tell the course that he's golfing? Maybe. I'm guessing they'll see it. Unless they're just using your clubs, they'll probably see their clubs. Yeah. Well, how are they going to see that, though? You're in the clubhouse. I meant like a marshal would probably snitch or something like that. How does a marshal know you paid for it? You didn't pay for him. That is true. Couldn't tell does you. Does anyone man. know the minimum age to that you have to pay for someone to golf? I don't know. Is it five? That five's the age requirement to go onto the course. Is it is there ten? A is, there, is there a junior rate? There is there's junior gotta member, be, there's dude. junior yeah. membership rates. Yeah. There's gotta be because you can't I can't imagine them charging an eight year old. You know, twenty five full bucks. green fees. Yeah. yeah, full green fee fees plus half a cart to they go. They should charge there. them more because they're going to be taking more shots. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's an interesting question. It's a bummer that we don't have Google. Uh, yeah, to look we're that not up. googling it. We'll just let it uh, live in mystery. I'm heading there now, guys. <laughs> now really is. I was Matt. so enthralled in the I'm sure you were. Oh, my God. All right. I can't believe you. Let me look it up again. <laughs> uh, minimum age, uh, I don't know, that you have to pay for a round of golf. Yeah, that sounds right. 13 and under. I think it's a course. How early can a child play golf? That's probably not. Um, These are just for playing golf. Anyway, um, be a tough one. Just look up kids golf green fee. Okay, we uh we need to stretch a nice weather coming up here. Yeah, we really nice rainy. Oh, it's gonna be tea storms. <laughs> yep, t- testosterone storms coming through. Lots of them. Honestly, playing the boys in a, will be out. Playing in a storm isn't that bad. I've done it. Yeah, but I just don't prefer to do that. Yeah, I mean I don't prefer it either, but it hasn't ruined the round for me yet. Yeah, I would agree. I just it's wouldn't prefer it. You so know? fucked that just a little wind can be so much worse than pouring rain. I know. Well, you guys will be gone Tuesday through. Uh, when I'm are you coming never, back? I'm never fucking coming back. When are you coming back? Sunday. Nice. So I'm not gonna work. I won't be working Tuesday to Friday. <laughs> so I'll just be golfing every single day, because you know I have no responsibilities outside of this job. Um, hey, you have 425 shots. So I'm just going to golf every single day. I'm actually going to try and beat my own record. Okay, Ryan. You, you live at the top of the leaderboard. You think you could hit 500? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I could hit five. I could hit 500 <laughs> balls in a couple hours, I bet. Yeah, but like, do you think your body would allow you? Because you, what happened is your body started to fail Yeah, your you. whole arm shut down last well, time. <laughs> what you guys don't realize is the body, the mind goes before the body usually. So Dude, You're fucking crazy. As long as you can just power through the mental game of it that's that's the toughest part about hitting they say, 425 shots in a day they say when your mind wants to quit you're only about 40 percent done so what's another 60 percent on top of 425 I, that i can figure out on google i mean even a thousand a thousand shots i think i could take a thousand shots in a day <laughs> i don't i don't even want to test it <laughs> i don't want to test a thousand i would like to break my own record though Okay, 426. No, if we're going to break it, like David Goggins was breaking the pull-up record, and he did like, there we go. the record was like 4,000-some, and he did 17,000-some Oh. in 24 Jesus. hours. So if you were, at, if that was actually the case, you would hit 680 shots. Okay. I think I think the mind has 680. Might as well round up to 690, just for the goof. Uh, true. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the um, record, we don't actually know. It's probably closer to 420 than 425. Yeah, I mean, to be exact, it probably was 420. I'm, I'm embellishing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we get it, we get it. There's yeah. at least five, like, practice swings in there. What's that? So you're gone Tuesday through Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So what's 680 times four? I'm gone till Sunday. I know, but the weekend doesn't count. 
Oh, is also that, one I, I way no, I'm bringing the sticks to Nashville. Nice. Yeah. yeah 2720. So I could take about over two, 2,500 shots Tuesday through Friday. That's more than you took all summer last summer. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I probably hit that in like four rounds. <laughs> That's not a brag. No, I know. That's it's bad. I know. I know. I've come a long way, Tyler. Matt's getting there. Yeah. 75 shots per nine. Wouldn't take long to get to take about 2,700. take about a week as well. Yeah. So what's the goal for uh, league this next week? I try not to think too much. I know I sound just like a so super just annoying when I say this. I try not to think too much in terms of numbers. I'm really just going for like in terms of like total progress, like just what's shots the that feel good. What's you the gotta, goal though? You got to like, measure the number. What's the goal here? I don't the know. The goal, because you can't measure just taking good shots. Yeah. Is There's no measurement is it, to that. Is it lame to say the goal is just to have fun? Oh. <laughs> is, is it? <laughs> Yes and no. I don't disagree with it, but you got like you want to have fun as the group. You got to have some personal Correct. goals too. Okay, Tyler. Thank you. Okay, You're welcome. <laughs> let's let's go for breaking seventy. I like that. See, good. that's a that's good, a great goal, achievable goal. Okay, so seventy, so nine times eight is seventy-two. So you basically just need to shoot an eight on every hole and a seven. I had a couple other twelves and thirteens. You had two sixes though. I did have two sixes. Couple twelves and thirteens. We also got to work on that short game, the uh, like fifty yards and in. I agree. I need I need to get a lesson for that one because so far all I did was driving. You gonna keep going with the lessons? I think I'm gonna do one a month, something like that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's a good idea. It is Nothing yeah. crazy, but even but the lessons did even translate to the irons because I tried them when I just hit in the bay afterwards and load a difference. Really? Cool. Yeah, oh yeah. That's sick. Turns out bending your elbows does so much. <laughs> Bending, so I'm having trouble imagining bending your elbows. Well, I was like just pure straight, like very stiff. I like just it was yep. more. Of, it feels more like a swing now than like. I guess okay, it okay. kind of felt like a lever. You're talking about yeah, like yeah. You're not like a pendulum on a clock it's anymore. More fluid, I think. Yeah. We got to see this swing in action. You got to get video next time so you can lay in bed and watch that at night. <laughs> I don't think I can. Don't do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Matt. My goal for you for the end of the summer is I want you to shoot a 55. I think that'll be easily 20 be strokes off your first round. I'll do that by the fourth. Okay. See, now I'm just going full blown opposite with it. I'm so what is that? Super What's that per hole? 55 divided by nine. I got you. I got Google. I don't know. Five-ish. 5.159. If I can type, I can tell you. 6.11. So that's just over. That's if, tough, actually. To think of it. If you can shoot a six on each hole, you'll have a. What's nine times six? God damn it. Uh, nine times six. 50, 56, isn't it? Nine, nine times six, 54. 54, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, just get a six yeah. on every hole. So get a six on every single hole. I can do that. My goal for the summer 54. is still a birdie. I'm still, I like that. I'm still working on that one. All yeah. it takes is one good shot on a par three for a birdie. I know. Matt, you're going to get to 55. You think? I've, yeah. I know. Eventually, I will. It's just a matter of like, I try not to put too much of a time limit on my goals. No, this, that's when, this that's when anxiety comes in. No, you got it. Uh, I think I know. You have until Halloween. Yeah, that's true. I think if you, uh, I, I have a cure for the anxiety on the course. <laughs> I don't really have anxiety on the course, but you I, just said that it's when it, your anxiety kicks in. If I start putting like time restraints on myself, yes. Oh well, you did put your time restraints on yourself on that one hole where you were just like you were speed walking basically to each <laughs> ball because one hit, I think one hit a tree and then the other one went into the weeds and. Well, yeah, also just trying to keep up. <laughs> Matt, you have the funniest reaction when you hit a bad shot. You hit a bad shot and then you just immediately go, 
and then you walk really fast <laughs> towards it. <laughs> you got to get it, it out of your system. Is good. Uh, yeah, you do bring good vibes to the to the team though. And we try. Well, the, I think the thing that was also a rude awakening is usually like when I'm playing like around with just you guys, I am allowed to take like those random drops. Or yeah, like, yep, Or yep. like take a ton of mulligans if I want. Yeah, yeah. That was not the case this time. I yep. had to count every single shot. I think that was pretty sobering for me. The interesting yeah. about the interesting thing about league is, uh, so the amount of times that we questioned, like, ah, do we? Ah, uh, just put me down for this, or like, oh, that that counted, or it's like, no, boys, this is league right like, now. We can't yeah. count those <laughs> this, this is time. Not, this is not a Saturday late morning round. Yeah, Ferta, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, not like Ferta whatsoever. <laughs> and it's not like we're being fact checked by any of the other teams. It's no. just we want to win, but we want to win the right way. Correct. It's respect Correct. for the game. Yep. But yeah, that was very sobering for me. Like yeah. I think I was gonna drop a third one, like when there was that one water, I couldn't get it over, and you guys were like, no, just come drop up there. <laughs> we just can't do it. Um, do you know what the format is this next week? I do not. Um because you're not trying to go. You guys are also you gotta schedule tea time. Yeah. You guys are gonna have to handle that. We also have to find a fourth. Well, we? we'll do one at we'll Intern. do we'll do a tea time Intern, at like okay. eleven AM because I won't be working Thursday anyway. So. Perfect. Oh yeah. No same. one else is either, I guess. No, uh, oh, I mean, I'm I might fly back track, just but... for league and then I'll fly back to Nashville. I mean, $87 flight Allegiant direct. Yeah. Got it. So I, might, I believe I'll they just, fly in and out Thursdays. I'll just, yeah, honestly. I'll drive on, I'll drive to Nashville and then just drive back for league and then fly back. To or just record like golf nine down there and record your score. And we'll put yeah, it good idea. So, yeah, I think you guys are playing front nine next week. So. Hell yeah. Nice. Hopefully not as many trees it's, there. It's harder. We're gonna hit. Is some, it actually? Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah. We're gonna hit some absolute missiles. On, Good on Thursday. Yeah, I'm excited. You have to keep me, me. Maybe Facetime me. Okay. Matt's got the beers this next week. Okay. Yeah, I'll get so, some cash out. The whole round. I'll find an ATM. The entire round. Yeah, that's fine. It's only three of us. Don't think I'm not keeping a tally of how many drinks I buy you guys. I'm sure you already <laughs> have. <laughs> if Matt shoots. No, a- I'm kidding. You don't. You don't. Never want to be the guy who's like, "Hey, dude, I bought last week." Yeah, you don't want to keep a, a the tab. Like I know it is right now is a bit, but the tab doesn't roll over round to round. No, except unless you pay, you drop a hundred bucks on. Yeah, yeah. If you're like going to an expensive course or something like that. Yeah. I also think it's just it's uh, I mean it's just like a it's a nice thing to do. Like if someone buys you a drink, you buy them one back. Yep. It's no it's no different than you just buying your own drinks. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just human, the fact. It's also just human courtesy. Correct. Correct. But there, I will tell you, there are people out there that if you buy them drinks, they will not buy you one back. Yeah. I know, I know people who would just be like, I never asked you to buy me one. Like, you'll just buy one just yeah. for, like, courtesy or whatever. And then they're like, you're like, oh, can you get the next round? They're like, I never asked you to buy me that. Yeah. And, and those like, why the, did you accept it? Right. Those are the people you just can't be friends with. Yeah. Fuck them. So. Not yeah. the group. Matt, if you got friends like that, I would consider cutting them. No, I'll, cutting I'll, them I'll, out. I'll, trust me, I'm buying drinks. Okay. Because isn't the rule you buy someone a drink if you get a hole in one? Isn't that how it works? You buy the whole course a drink if you get a hole in one. Oh, yeah, the whole right, clubhouse. I better, get, I better get my. I have a savings account just for the day I get a hole in one. Do you actually? No. We were talking no. about this uh, on the course, actually. I, I want to be a part of a hole in one. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't know, like, obviously, I want to hit one, but even if I don't, I want to be a part. Witness it. Correct. Yeah. I want to witness a hole in one because I think I would go absolutely bananas mm-hmm. if some if a buddy of mine hit a hole in one. That's fucking too huge, bad. Dude. None of us were even close last week. No, we were talking though. Like if you were to just go out there with a bucket of balls, how long would it take? Do you think same hole? You just keep hitting them. Yeah, probably quite a while. I think it would take. Yeah, probably. I mean, for me, it'd probably take like thirty six hours. Especially because we can't shape the ball like you need to to 
get a hole in one nine times out of ten, we're gonna have to get a good bounce and roll because we're not playing backspin. We're not playing all that. We're not we're not shaping the shot into the wind so it flies straighter. We're not doing any of that. We're just gonna have to hit it Speaking straight at the pin and hope to God it's right. Yeah, but I still think you could do it within like. 36 hours or so if you're doing nothing but just hitting them like you don't have to that's get a your balls. long time you no know, really... it's, it's it's a long time but i think you could do it you like, think i could do it in 425 shots yes i actually think you could my body would break down it would but like if that's all Not you're as doing fast as saying. your mind correct correct but i do think it's a lot it would be a lot it would be fe- feasible also, you maybe have to get a piece of turf out there to hit off of yeah and i know i know i know that's up. not legit uh, it's not a legit hole in one. No, anyway, it wouldn't you're just be. Out there trying, but it, yeah, we'd maybe just need to get a piece of turf. Yeah, I could bring my fairway mat. Maybe we should try and line that up. <laughs> I'm not bringing your fairway mat golfing. No, no. Uh, we line up with the course to where they let us on a par three mm. hole, and we can sit out there until we hit a hole in one. And yeah, we don't have to worry about wrecking the green because we're not going to hit it that often. No. Yeah. <laughs> Repetitions, though, Tyler. Yeah, That's yeah. what it takes. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap this podcast up. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 84 of the Double Bogey Show. We're going to be back again Thursday with League, and then we'll fill you in more next week on that. Yep. Um, in the meantime, if you have no responsibilities like I do, uh, head out to the head out to the course or go get a lesson or go do... Maybe some... hit a BOGO sale up this weekend. Yeah, go, uh, go hit a BOGO sale in the woods. Um, and if you got 426 shots in you, let's see it. Love you. Bye. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.